Today I'm ranking Rome's craziest emperors. Competition to make this list was pretty tough, but after analysing the murderous rampages and wacky behaviour of the contenders, here are Rome's five craziest emperors. Number five, Commodus. Best known for Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal of him in Gladiator. His dad, the emperor Marcus Aurelius, was both a warrior and a philosopher. He divided his time between fighting wars in Germany and acting as Rome's answer to Tony Robbins by rattling off all kinds of inspirational writings that few of his populace were educated enough to read. Contrary to the movie, Marcus Aurelius did not seek to replace Commodus as his heir with Russell Crowe. In fact, in the last few years of his life, his son acted as his co-ruler. But once his old man kicked the bucket, Commodus packed his bags and went back to Italy. Despite having the physique of a WWE wrestler, he was not one for war. In fact, it's claimed he was a bit of a scaredy cat. The downside to peacetime is that revenue dries up pretty quickly. And while Marcus Aurelius' era of war was one of gold, Commodus' reign was said to be one of rust and iron. His reign didn't get off to the best of starts when his older sister Lucilla, in a conspiracy with two of her lovers, though not her husband, tried to have Commodus assassinated. The plot was spoiled. The conspirators, including his sister, were killed, which was fair enough by Roman standards. But Commodus's real problems emerged later in his reign. He developed a fascination with the legend of Hercules and went around in what we'd now call Hercules cosplay. However, he delved into method acting by adopting Hercules' persona full-time and claiming he was the son of Jupiter. At this point, there was some serious eyebrow raising, but it kicked up a notch a few years later when much of Rome burnt down. Commodus rapidly dropped the Hercules persona and rebranded himself as Romulus, one of the mythic brothers who supposedly founded Rome. He set about rebuilding not just the city, but the entire society, including the months of the year, which took the various names of his. By this time, he had 12 different names. He renamed Rome as Commodus's colony, and both the army and the senate had to adopt variations of his name as their official tags. To cap it all, he lopped off the head of a 20-foot statue of Nero and replaced it with a portrait of himself. So at this point, we're thinking narcissist. But what really ticked the Romans off was when he decided to moonlight as a gladiator. The ordinary gladiators were slaves, and it was seen as pretty uncouth for an emperor to get down and dirty in the arena. Commodus followed the path of many a serial killer by killing and maiming animals, mostly elephants and giraffes, in the arena. As far as humans go, he never killed anyone because all of his opponents, probably wisely, surrendered before the fight got going. So no, he didn't stab Russell Crowe in advance of killing him. In 192 AD, Commodus announced that henceforth he would officially be both a gladiator and a consul. But rather foolishly, he left a list of people he planned to kill laying around in his palace. A few nosy parkers happened upon it and found that it included a fair few palace bigwigs. They decided that poisoning was the route to take but they didn't bank on his weak stomach, and he threw up his meal before the toxins could do their work. 
At that point, his wrestling buddy, Narcissus, seriously, that was his name, was sent in to strangle the narcissist Commodus while he sat in his bath. 